Did you know Super Awesome Mix has an app? Go to the Apple App Store today and download Super Awesome Mix. It's free. You could start creating and sending your own digital mixtapes in just a few clicks. Also, there's links to our Instagram account and a link where you can follow your favorite podcast. Speaking of which... Welcome back to another Super Awesome Mix. My name is Matt Sidholm alongside my co-host and co-founder of Super Awesome Mix, Samer Abu Salbi. Samer, how are we doing this week? Doing really well this week. Uh, happy to report that, you know, I'm I'm really looking forward to the Super Bowl uh, this, this Sunday. What about you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, it was kind of weird this past weekend only having the Pro Bowl, which is not really a watchable game. And uh, I, I'm you, you so know. glad you said that because I agree. <laughs> I, I'm like, am I missing something about this game? Like, I just, I don't know. It's well, not, it's not as promised. I feel. And so many guys, you know, obviously the Super Bowl teams had participants who obviously aren't going to play in the Pro Bowl, but then a whole slew of other guys usually opt out. So I, you know, was watching. They they replayed it on NFL Network, and I was watching it. And I was like, that guy made the Pro Bowl? Like, there were a number of guys I was like, huh. Like, I didn't even start him on my fantasy team. And he was a Pro Bowler this year. So It's more like the Pro Understudy Bowl, you might say. <laughs> That's well done. That's well done. But, you know, it's a free trip to Vegas this time for these guys. They get to go to Vegas. It used to be Hawaii every year, and now they've, uh, I think, moved it more stateside on an annual basis. So. Right, right. Um, yeah. But, you know, I mean, good, good for the guys. I think they have some fun with it. It was fun watching. They had, like, a skills competition, and uh, they did, like, the old, you know, 40-yard dash, you know, guys competing against each other, and they also had dodgeball, which was very entertaining. That's awesome. Yeah, I saw clips of dodgeball um, online, and that looked a lot, like a lot of fun. I, I think that could be a league, you know, like a, an actual national. Just watch NFL players play dodgeball. <laughs> right, super elite athletes, not just like, yes. this guy's the best dodgeball player. It's like, no, no, this guy's like the best athlete in the world, and he's playing dodgeball now. Because they were just yes. winging the ball. And it wasn't like quarterbacks in there. It was like linebackers just throwing the ball as hard as they could at these other guys. I love it. So That's it a lot of great. momentum. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so why are we talking about the Super Bowl so much? Why don't we, uh, why don't we key in our listeners on, on that? <laughs> yeah, we've got a special <laughs> mix in honor of the big game. I don't think we can actually say Super Bowl. So maybe we'll have to oh, beat that right. out. We'll have to beat right. that out once we... Uh, Edit we this. could reference it as the superb owl, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just recently rewatched that episode of What We Do in the Shadows. <laughs> the superb yeah, owl party does, coming up this Sunday. <laughs> how does the show about vampires do a Super Bowl episode? Well, they start with a gross mispronunciation and <laughs> yes. superb owl, which I just thought was brilliant. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, we're here to talk about the Super Bowl, and here's what we did for our special Super Bowl mix. Of course, we've got the Cincinnati Bengals taking on the Los Angeles Rams, and we thought we would pick six songs that are about or from artists from the city of Cincinnati, Ohio, and six artists or songs from Los Angeles, California, and put them together for a little Super Bowl mix. Yeah, I I really tried my best to pick um, songs 
of artists that either like were born in Cincinnati, ideally born and raised, um, or born and then maybe they like moved somewhere you know close by or something. But at least they were from Cincy, right? Like Cincy could be like, or LA could claim you know the the fame of having raised this human being that went on and became like a megastar. So. Um, in some cases, you can, we kind of got both. Like we have songs about the city from someone who grew up in the city, and that's always fun. Um, I will also point out that, as you might expect, dear listener, it was significantly easier to find songs about Los Angeles <laughs> and from Los Angeles than it was from Cincinnati, Ohio. No disrespect. Cincinnati is an amazing city. I actually really like the city, um, but perhaps not not a music powerhouse, you know, when compared to Los Angeles. Yeah, you know, p- part of me, I knew this mix was coming up, and so it was the, really the reason I was rooting for Kansas City, because a lot of great Kansas City-associated <laughs> right. music. But, you know, we still got some good ones from Cincinnati, I think. But if the we score did. for this Sunday's game is any, you know, similar at all, to the scoreboard we found in kind of songs about Los Angeles and or California versus Cincinnati slash Ohio. It's not going to be a fun one to watch. It's going to be very lopsided. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, with, with that, let us kick off the mix. Um, up first is your pick, and we're going to start with two Cincinnati songs. So your pick for Cincinnati was WKRP and Cincinnati TV theme. <laughs> Which is very appropriate. That's a great way to kick off the Cincy mix. And well, it's the first that song. Took that one. Yeah, right. I called it immediately when the Bengals you won did. that game. I said, "All right, I got WKRP." Um, first of all, this is a great show. I think probably a little underrated. Um, oddly, the great Howard Hessman, who starred as Doctor Johnny Fever on WKRP in Cincinnati, just recently passed away. Um, but yeah, this was a, a kind of an early 80s, I think, um, sitcom on TV. And it was about the workings of like a rock and roll radio station. Now, interestingly, the theme song was kind of a soft rock song. It was not at all like rock and roll. It probably wouldn't have been played on WKRP if you watch the show at all. But it's, yeah. it's a very memorable theme song. And I think got some radio play, too. So, um, yeah, but it's a, it's, a, it's a pretty good song talking about life on the radio. Right. Yeah. I So I have not seen this show. I think it was a little bit before my time, um, but I read all about it. And also I, I saw the news about about the passing of one of the actors of the show. Um, and I, one of my favorite little tidbits of it is that they they went with a call sign uh, KRP because they wanted it to spell crap. Um, <laughs> as, as like just like a little bit of a joke. Like it was like a crappy radio station. I thought that was great because... <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I'm a 12 year old boy, so <laughs> it did not make um, it did not make life working in the radio business look very glamorous at all. Like, yeah, right. might be might yeah. be the reason I chose podcasting instead of radio. <laughs> I mean, it's nothing but glamour. Let me tell you, <laughs> nothing but glamour in the podcasting world. Yeah, and the the six trillion podcasters out there could share that story. Yeah. <laughs> Same story. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right. Now, your first pick for Cincinnati, it kind of threw me for a loop when I saw it on the mix, but but you were you were spot on with this one. Home on the Range by Roy Rogers. Yes, the um, the, the legendary Roy Rogers. And I, I did want to throw you for a loop because I picked like a country slash folk singer. <laughs> and, and probably the most country like song you know prior to like country changing kind of it's it's 
you know, mood and genre that I can imagine, right? Home on the Range is just like, it's it's just totally Midwest. Um, so I just kind of figured, you know what, like, A, Roy Rogers is, is obviously a yeah, very, you know, famous, legendary musician. B, um, Cincinnati, Ohio is in, you know, in the Midwest, the great Midwest, the, the, the food bowl of America, if you will. Um, so, and, and he calls Cincinnati home. He was born there November 5th, 1911. Um, so just over 110 years ago, um, if he was still alive today, which is just incredible that still, you know, this song is, um, is something that I would know, right? 110 years later uh, from, I mean, the song didn't release in 1911, of course, but <laughs> for someone to be born then and, and write a song and, for us to be talking about him today is still pretty legendary, I would say. Yeah, he was not born singing this song, I think, just to <laughs> no, clarify. Contrary to popular belief, <laughs> yeah. yeah but he passed away in 1998, which doesn't seem like that far uh, in the past. So the fact that he lived well into the 90s to see, like, the internet um, seems kind of cool for Roy Rogers. And the chain of fast food restaurants bearing his name. Just mediocre <laughs> right, fast right. food. Yeah. <laughs> um, the American dream, really. <laughs> But yeah, born in Cincinnati, but he died in Southern California. So I thought this was also a very nice, uh, well done Cincinnati, Los Angeles connection that you put together here. Yes, thank you, thank you. Yeah, um, yeah. It's and it's also just it's it's a warm and cozy song. I feel I I don't know how else the how else I would describe it. I I think maybe just because it has truly an old timey feel, but just the sense of like home on the range, right? Um, just this like he paints like a very pretty picture with his words. So. Yeah, no, like you said, it's it's a timeless song and one that I can't remember. I can't remember when I learned it. It's just always kind of been there, right? Like, it's just right. that that's yes. a song I think that people just know. Um, I agree. So that's that's a pretty strong testament to a song if everybody can just kind of know it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, all right. Well, here for track three, um, now we switch gears to Los Angeles. We've got two L.A. picks. Yours is first. And you went with I Love L.A. by Randy Newman. Tell me about this one. Yeah, so this song came out in 1983. Now, it rose to prominence. Like, it kind of came and went when it came out. And I don't really remember that. I was a little too young. But what I do remember was in 1984 when the Olympics were in Los Angeles. And uh, Nike ran an ad campaign using this song. And uh, that's when it just kind of went crazy. And everybody kind of knew this song. And there was a music video with people, you know, yelling, you know, I love L.A. And then even today, I think a lot of the Los Angeles teams, including the Rams, play it after a victory. And so um, it's still prominently used to kind of show a little uh, L.A. pride. Interestingly, there's some debate over whether Randy Newman was being ironic with his lyrics, which, you know, God knows he's, he's very much known for, um, or if he really was just kind of praising his city. Uh, and he said, he said at one point he left it kind of ambiguous that way, but um, there are different takes on, on what the song really means. Yeah, I, um, it's funny because I read through the lyrics as I was listening to it the first way around, and then I kind of looked into the background I, I'm going to take the stance that he really means that he loves L.A. I just prefer the song that way because I actually really love L.A. So I, I wanted to connect with the song, <laughs> and, you know, at face value and not have it be some mockery of, of, a, of a city. Because um, I really do like Los Angeles. I think I think it gets a bad rap. There's mm-hmm. parts of the city that I understand why people like don't like it. Um, 
But then there's other parts of the city that I think are actually just really cool. And again, you could say that about just about any city on the planet. Um, so if you are one of these people who's written off L.A., um, give it another look, you know, maybe go off the, the beaten path and, and explore. Because my experience was just like great food. I mean, the beach is right there. It is perfect weather every single day. Although I will take offense to Randy Newman's um, opening lyrics of this song, which is, hate New York City, it's cold and damp, all the people are dressed like monkeys. I'm like, all right, all right, Randy. Rude. He does take a strong <laughs> run at New York just right off the bat. Yeah, which, right. you know, I'm like, eh, okay, maybe he's right. No, I'm kidding. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Oh, good stuff. Um, but yeah, good stuff. I love L.A. Um, speaking of love in California, love in L.A., you have a Southern California band here, a track number four. You went with Californication by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, of course. I I mean, how could you not put Red Hot Chili Peppers on a mix that features Los Angeles? Um, and how could you not pick Californication of all the, of all the tracks? Um, this one is... I mean, I, I love Red Hot Chili Peppers. I, they actually have a new album coming out soon, which is wild. Uh, they just released a single off of that album. I think it comes out in April at the time of this recording uh, here in February. But um, I just think even though this is like kind of a dark version of Los Angeles, you know, um, kind of speaks about some of the things that, again, probably people don't like about the city. I just think it's it's an amazing song and every single city is going to have a dark side and, and kind of a fun side and, and all that kind of jazz. So um just wanted to balance out you know a city with i love la that may or may not be ironic <laughs> with it with a, a song that i think is pretty clear that like <laughs> los angeles might be like a little fake and and vapid and, and all of those things but but still i mean people move there in droves so it can't be all bad right well and you got to figure <laughs> the chili peppers love la they probably at their heart right. love la but you're right this was one um yeah, I hadn't really explored the lyrics on this one before, but yeah, it's it's a pretty dark song. Um, I also thought while listening to it, this is not one I'd recommend anyone do in karaoke, just because it's really hard from a cadence standpoint <laughs> yes. to match that. It is. <laughs> it really is, yeah. But yeah, I love the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I, I, like, I think the first song I ever really got addicted to them was it was either scar tissue or under the bridge two massive hits of theirs right um and then it was a little bit of time before i got you know started playing californication and, and this whole album start to finish is worth checking out but um a great a great band from from los angeles so so far between since he's showing and, and la i i might have to put my tick mark in, in la's uh box <laughs> it's and, early it's early it's, okay it's a long it game. is early <laughs> it's a long game exactly can't call it early I'm not Tony Romo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Track five. Uh, we're back to Cincinnati. And you went with Something Hot by the Afghan Wigs, a band that I was not familiar with. So how do you how do you find these guys? I, I'm trying to think when I became familiar with the Afghan Wigs. I mean, maybe it was sometime in college that I, I had heard a couple of songs from them. Um, didn't realize they were from Cincinnati, though. So that was kind of a newer fact for me. But, um, yeah, pretty cool band. And, um, yeah, I thought this song was perfect. I mean, really, it's kind of a racy song, right? Like, it's, it's clearly he's, he's talking about, you know, someone, someone special to him that he'd like to spend some special time with. But, um, you know, I thought the title was perfect because uh, the Bengals are hot right now. They are something hot. And uh, 
I thought, you are. know, going into this game, song, you know, a band from Cincinnati talking about something hot has to be talking about the Bengals. So I thought this was going to be uh, this going to be perfect. Yeah, I I like that. I like the the reasoning behind this pick uh, in the title especially, but um it was yeah, it's a cool band. I, I had not heard them. I started to listen to, to this song, obviously, and, and really liked it and have explored a little bit more. Um, so happy to be introduced to a new band. One thing that kind of just made me laugh, um, it's such an odd thing to kind of focus on, but the years that they were active was 86 to 2001, and then 2006, and then 2011 to the present. So I just, <laughs> I want to know the story there, right? Uh, like... Clearly, they were active for a while. They had like a falling apart. Like they broke up the band. Then in two thousand six, like were they just like we've got this? Let's do this. And then like not even a year in, (laughs) you know what? Never mind. (laughs) Well, and you can almost see that happening like ten years from now if we're looking at a band's biography and you see something like twenty twenty to twenty twenty two they didn't do anything and then they got back together. You know, it's not like there was a pandemic in there. Like two thousand six, it was just like, yeah, like like how long were they together in two thousand six? And then it was just like, all right, let's just let's just all go home again and then yeah, come back together five years later. Very strange. Yep. Yep. Um, All right. So speaking of comebacks, um, your Cincinnati pick, track six, you went with Be Wise by Bootsy Collins. Yes, uh, Bootsy Collins uh, from Cincinnati, Ohio. And someone that, so to be honest, I I had to do some research on on people and musicians (laughs) from Cincinnati. Um, As I mentioned, I wasn't like uh, immediately familiar with with groups. So um, stumbled upon Bootsy Collins and I recognized his music actually from a Fat Boy Slim track, uh, Weapon of Choice, that I was obsessed with when I was younger in high school and then in college. He's lent his his voice to a couple and his his talent really to a couple of other things, including Groove is in the Heart by D. Mm -hmm. Light. Yeah. um, Which is just like, I'm sure you know that song if you don't know this one. But this is actually a pretty recent release from Bootsy Collins, uh, 2021. And I just love it because it's it's so weird, (laughs) but it's like (laughs) it's catchy and it kind of draws you in. Um, And so, yeah, I had no idea. But like this is this is really cool. And he's had a really long like musical career uh, and I, I just had no idea yeah first came into consciousness for most music fans with uh george clinton and parliament funkadelic right it was like i don't know what 40 years ago something like that and uh, listening to this song you could have told me this song was you know from that p-funk era and i would have been like yeah okay i believe it this song's 30 years old but um he just came out with it same kind of classic sound and uh yeah, I mean, I, I I love it. I think he's got a really cool sound about him. And, and you're right, he's done a ton of things in the music world. And, you know, we pro- we could probably put together a whole mix of stuff that Bootsy Collins has contributed to in some way, shape, or form. Um, but this is a really cool track. And you're right, still making music just a year ago. And, um, yeah, I, I like it. Really good pick. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, that was a fun one to put together. All right, track seven, back to L.A. You went with Hollywood Nights by Bob Seger. Yeah, so this is, uh, one, I just love this song, right? I, I like a lot of Bob Seger songs, and um, this one's great. You know, the, the guitar and the piano on this one, and just kind of that, 
that driving rhythm, I, I think, you know, is just awesome in this one. Now, this is also the song that they will play if you're ever at a Los Angeles Lakers basketball game. When they are panning the crowd for the celebrity sightings, they will play Hollywood Nights by Bob Seger. Nice. And uh, I would I will imagine that uh, come Super Bowl Sunday, there's going to be quite a few celebrity sightings uh, at SoFi Stadium. I'm sure. So um, I don't know. Maybe they'll take a, a page out of the Lakers playbook and, and play Hollywood Nights there at the stadium. But that's what I'll be thinking of as they're, uh, as they're showing all the celebrities at the big game. That's really cool. Yeah, great song. Um, I mean, Bob Seger's also a legend. Um, and I love the lyrics of this song. And I'll tie it into the Super Bowl because so the lyrics are basically like a Midwesterner moving out to California, right? And then it kind of begins with him feeling very far from home. But then as like the song unfolds, um, he kind of, you know, it starts to feel like home itself, right? Like you become addicted to it. And I think that that's probably really common with people who um, really move anywhere, but certainly like a city like L.A. or or New York City, any of these big ones. Like you either hate it and you can't wait to leave or you just start to kind of like <laughs> love it and then you can't ever leave. And so my experience with watching the Rams this year is something like that because I, I've never, from from the kickoff of the season, I wasn't like a Rams fan. But then the more that I watched them, the more I was like, okay, all right, Matthew Stafford, <laughs> all right. I see what you're doing. I like it. Um, and then by the end of it, I'm like all in on them. Like it's, it's a lot of fun to watch them. Um, and, and the games have just been great. So I think in that regard, I, I found the song to be very appropriate. Well, Matthew Stafford, I mean, from Texas and then spent the first decade of his career in Detroit. So kind of the Midwestern boy going out to L.A., right? And making good. Right, yeah. Yeah, so, exactly. another tie in there. <laughs> um, all right, so track eight, you go with a classic from Ice Cube, Southern California's own Ice Cube, You Know How We Do It. Yes. Um, I mean, Ice Cube's music career, what can you say about it? It's almost like you could make a whole documentary about it uh, and then make a movie off of that documentary. <laughs> a feature film. <laughs> and I'm going to make right. a further prediction. His own son will star in said movie as a young Ice Cube. <laughs> that's that's a wild prediction. We'll, we'll see if that we'll comes We'll see true. if it ever comes to pass. But, <laughs> um, But yes, I mean great song by ice cube um obviously has released just mountains of music straight out of compton is still like just such an amazing like game-changing album um so had to put an ice cube pick on here because i feel like you can't talk about los angeles and like artists that have kind of shaped music without putting you know at least someone from um from compton and, and really pushing you know the music uh, in the rap world the way that they did so um you know how we do it. Yeah, that's how we do it in L.A. Ice Cube. Yeah, it, it's a it's a really cool song. It's classic Ice Cube. It, it reminded me of It Was a Good Day. Uh, had yes. kind of the same vibe to it, same feel, same rhythm. Um, but yeah, great stuff, great pick. I mean, you can't really, we wouldn't be able to do a mix kind of honoring, you know, L.A. I think, you know, I agree with your statement. We needed to have Ice Cube on here. Absolutely. All right. Track nine. Uh, back to Cincinnati, Ohio, a band that I actually know and very much love. Um, <laughs> and again, was sad that you picked it before I could. But um, the track is We Are the Kids by Walk the Moon. Yeah, Walk the Moon from Cincinnati. And um, I thought this song was perfect for who the Bengals are. Like the, the chorus is We Are the Kids That You Never Can Kill. 
And uh, this Bengals team is really young, and they're ahead of schedule. They uh, they had to come back against Tennessee. They had to come back against Kansas City. So it's like these are the kids you can never can kill. So whatever the score is in the second quarter on Sunday, hang in there because I think the Bengals will make it interesting. Um, And Walk the Moon, I think, is such an interesting band because you could have told me that they were just some obscure 80s band I had never heard of because I think so much of their stuff sounds straight out of the 80s. And I don't mean that as an mm-hmm. insult. I, I, I really like their sound as a result of that because it's almost like new 80s music. <laughs> but yeah, I uh, no, I, I, I like them. I'm with you there. And I, I thought this song was perfect for uh, for the Bengals this year. Yeah, I, I don't, I'm not, I don't, <laughs> I don't have much more to add to what, everything you just said because... <laughs> I kind of agree with everything. Like, I, that's exactly what I have here. I mean, there really is kind of like an 80s revival um, band in, in the best way. There, um some really good 80s music, for sure. I'll admit that. Um, and then I, I loved the lyrics. I called those out, too. Like, we are the kids you can never, you never can kill. You say that we won't, but you know that we will. You know that we will keep on. And I think that's exactly the season that those guys have had. Um, and so it's going to be... Honestly, no matter who wins this this Sunday, I'm just really hoping for, and what I imagine will be, just a really good game. So we'll see. Yeah, that's I, I always root for either a great game or I manage to win some money, one way or the other. <laughs> just, just a positive outcome. That's all I want. <laughs> uh, all, right. all right, track ten. This is a, this is our last Cincinnati track, okay? And you went with the legendary Isley Brothers and this old heart of mine is weak for you parenthetical alert is weak for you in parentheses yeah another another parenthetical in the title um yeah the isley brothers from lincoln heights ohio um so they they call ohio home and i you know like i just what can you say about this song it's an amazing song um it is just a classic one um I think that all the Cincinnati fans must feel this way for their team this year. <laughs> like they, <laughs> this little heart of mine is weak for you, right? Like I, they just must be so thrilled. Um, and I have to imagine it's like a, a just a really fun um, vibe there, you know, for a city that um, to have their team go to the the Super Bowl for the first time in quite some time. So uh, that's why I wanted to pick this track and, and kind of round out the mix. And, and you're absolutely right. I mean, these guys are legendary in the music world. So super cool to put them on here. Yeah, this you went with the 1966 version of the song, the original version. Now, the one that gets a lot more radio play is a duet that was Rod Stewart and I think Ronald Isley, just one of the Isley brothers, teamed up with Rod Stewart and did this one, I want to say, in maybe the late 80s or sometime in the 90s. Um, and so that one, you know, most listeners are probably familiar with that one. Um, but you know the original one, I, I think sounds a little better. Although Rod Stewart doesn't do a bad job. If he's doing cover songs, I, I have a lot more faith in Rod Stewart than some of his originals. But that's a topic for another day. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> we'll put that on another another recording sometime. Some bonus content. Um, all right. Home stretch. Last two picks for California. Yours up first, of course. California Love by Tupac, Roger, and Dre. Yeah, so Dr. Dre's performing at halftime. Um, we've got like he this sure is. amazing halftime lineup happening. Um, but at the forefront is Dr. Dre and, uh, again, another South, Southern California guy. Um, 
And what song praises California more than this one, right? Like it, just so much love given to given to California here. I, I think there's a pretty good chance they play this one during the halftime show. I tried to look up if there were any uh, bets going on uh, regarding this song. I could <laughs> I couldn't find anything. There's a lot about you know like will Eminem get censored at some point for something he says, but um, yeah, no money on California Love being played. Maybe because it's just a guarantee. Right, yeah. No one wants to take the counter bet. <laughs> yeah. I would wonder if they're going to do a holographic Tupac like that they've done at concerts oh, right. in the yes. years, right? Because um, I also feel like that would be up their alley for when this song comes on. Like, why wouldn't you have a holographic Tupac sing California Love with, with Dre on stage? <laughs> well, and they usually have, I mean, the Super Bowl halftime is kind of known for you know, sort of the surprise appearance, you know, like somebody right. showing yeah. up that wasn't on the bill. So, yeah, that, that would not, that would be a big surprise, I think, for a lot of the people out there. So, last track, and I, I got to say, this one, kind of like your Roy Rogers pick, this one threw me for a loop. Like, okay, why was this one on here? So, I'm interested to hear your explanation, but you went with At Last by Etta James. Yes, Etta James is a Los Angeles native, um, this is probably her most well-known song, and if you aren't immediately familiar with with what it is, just think of the most stereotypical wedding song you can you can think of that that isn't um, canon, uh, like uh, <laughs> like the Isle March. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Name, right. From a reception standpoint, I wrote that. I, wrote, yes. I had that same note. I was like, I don't know how many times I've been at a wedding. And the first dance, like the first, you know, bride and groom dance right. is this song. <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah, so she was born in Los Angeles in 1938. So um, an, an OG of, of L.A., certainly in, in the music scene uh, as it was like blowing up. And I mean, she has an amazing, gorgeous voice. You could listen to everything that she's ever sung and, and love every single track. I wanted to end with At Last because... Um, Again, I'm probably going to be rooting for the Rams, like just a little bit over <laughs> the over the Bengals. As much as I love Joe Burrow and, and rooted for him, and you know at LSU, uh, my dad's alma mater. But I uh, I just kind of figured, you know, it's that feeling like you you watch a team, you wait for them to win, and then it's like at last, you know, we're here. Um, so hopefully at the end of the day, whichever team wins, you know, it's the one you've rooted for, and you get that feeling. So that's why I want to round it out. But yes, Edda James calls LA home. Yeah, great pick. And I thought from a football standpoint, I, the Bengals have never won a Super Bowl. So this song would be very appropriate if they managed to win this one. And right. the Rams' only Super Bowl victory was as the St. Louis Rams in 1999. So this would be the first for the Los Angeles Rams. So either winner, I think, would appropriately be singing this song. So nice. Yeah, nice, that's a really good point. Nice job. Thank you. Nice job. Thank you. Well, I know you intention you you intended to do that, right? So I mean, of course I did. Yeah, I'm, I was just why, filling why in you the gaps even... for you. Yeah, yeah for the listeners you. out yeah. there. You, you you already knew all that. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, there you have it. Okay, a mix for for the big game. Okay, I think I think a couple of these you should definitely play during your pregame tailgate party, whatever you're doing on Super Bowl Sunday. Um, but yeah, I think we're set up for a really fun, uh, really fun Super Bowl this Sunday. Yeah, absolutely. So have a if you are watching, have a fun and safe one, um, and hopefully don't be too hungover on Monday if you plan to drink. <laughs> um, 
I think like there's literally been discussions I've read of like should Monday just be like a U.S. holiday because so many people either call in sick or are just not productive on Monday. Well, so. I th- I think we're what we're looking at in the future is if if the NFL because this is a little later than it normally is because they added the 17th yes. game, so I think eventually if the NFL adds an 18th week to the regular season, they can bump down the President's Day weekend, and then for a lot oh, of people yeah. Monday. Is a, is a holiday. So then, right. yeah, that, that kind of ends up being a built-in thing right after the Super Bowl. So it would be interesting to see if we eventually get there. All right, I'm going to write Goodell a letter right after this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because he needs motivation to add more games to the schedule, right? The, the money's not he enough, does. right? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Well, there you have it. Another super awesome mix for your collection. As always, you could follow us on Instagram at super awesome mix. And um, we'll be back next week with another one. So uh, until then, for Samer, this is Matt, and we will see you then. Super Awesome Mix is brought to you by DLM. Make shopping easy with DLM, the one-stop shop for all your casual clothing needs. Shop DLMSupplyCo.com and enter the promo code AWESOME at checkout to save 15% off your first purchase. That's DLMSupplyCo.com.